Welcome to All Kinds. I'm Kaya. And today we're going to meet our favorite, the great Canadian baking show contestant, James Hoyland, the professor with the knack for getting all the right formulas in and out of the classroom. Lots of lessons learned and plenty of laughs along the way. James will share his passions and tricks of the trade just in time for the holidays. Welcome, everybody. And welcome, James. Uh, You were part of the inaugural cast of the first ever Great Canadian Baking Show. Welcome to the show and thank you for being our first guest and holiday treat to all of our listeners. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for that introduction. I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) We're delighted to have you. I mean, everyone just got crazy into baking, you know, over this pandemic. And and we all understand why. First, it started with the breads and now with the holiday season upon us. I'm sure they're going to be going through the roof. I remember even it wasn't just a toilet paper shortage, but also some flour. So I'm sure you were getting hit up all over the place in the last few months and some tips and stuff. Did you find that? For sure, yeah. And actually, I at the beginning, I couldn't do much baking because I couldn't find flour, I couldn't find yeast anywhere. <laughs> so I was also um, like uh, locked out of baking for a little while right at the beginning. But yeah, lots of people seem to have really got into it over the pandemic. It's kind of, I think, a primal thing. You're in your, we're all hiding in our caves. And so we want to kind of make the place warm and kind of wholesome. So I think, uh, I think baking, uh, baking scratches that itch. You know, it's, it's great that you say that. I read somewhere that you said you prefer to do bread over cakes because you said when you had moved from the UK, you, uh, when you moved, it was so much colder here that the first thing you thought of was baking and you prefer to make bread. And you mentioned that it was primal. And I hadn't thought of it like that until I saw that. But I guess you're right. Maybe it's that safety and security I could provide for myself. Do you think that's what it was? For sure, yeah. And it's um, particularly bread is so is so integral to so many to so many cultures like across across the world like bread is bread is breaking bread you know means you know sharing and 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 uh, coming together like that so it, i think bread particularly has this these fantastic connotations of, of kind of safety and and uh, togetherness that's true yeah yeah breaking bread is is a really significant thing in a lot of cultures you're right and I know that I'm glad to see that bread's making a comeback. I don't know if you're aware, he, over here in North America, it was like the enemy to all diets. And I'm like, I thought it was sustenance. I thought you'd get by on a crust of bread and some water, you know? But apparently, <laughs> yeah, the war on carbs took on bread in such a big way, you know? Yeah. It, it's nice to yeah. have it come back and everyone could, you know, there are some, I mean, I hope there's some healthy benefits to bread. I would imagine if we survived for so long with it. For sure. And I think a lot of the problems associated with bread are to do with there's a lot of kind of really sort of mass-produced bread that, that if you read the side of the ingredients it has like 500 ingredients in it um which is like you know flour isn't even one True. of the main ones so like i think if you pair it back to just you know flour salt water uh, and yeast then it's a, a different beast than what you might get in a, a kind of store-bought bread as it were absolutely um, guys yeah no go ahead yeah, so I think I, I think that kind of whole baking is it doesn't have quite as many of the problems. Of course, like you can eat too many carbs. <laughs> you can not everything in life in moderation, but you're yeah. you're everything kind, in moderation exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you're kind of like the Walter White of baking. You're using your talents for good. I mean, you're a professor. You have a PhD. Do we call you Doctor James? Is that what you prefer, or Doctor Hoyland? Uh, 
I prefer, tend to prefer Dr. Holland for work, but outside of academia, I don't, I don't use it very much. I think if you're going to use an honorific, use the right one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but right. James is fine. So I just, yeah, and it's great to see that you're using those talents. I mean, everyone got familiar with Walter White and where, you know, chemistry and physics can be used. And I've heard you say that it's very similar in that sense. There's six different elements and there's so many different ways to make a creation about it, right? And that's what baking mm-hmm. is to you. Is that what you feel like you had the extra edge because of that? Because you have that foundation from physics? Yeah, I don't I don't know that it necessarily gives me an extra edge because the, the knowledge has to be combined with skill. <laughs> and, and I'm still learning many of the skills myself. But, but yeah, I think that's kind of one of the interesting things is that you, it really is very few ingredients that you combine to make so many different things, you know, a croissant or a puff pastry or a short, <sighs> shortbread or a bagel or bread or whatever. You know, they're all really just flour, water, fat, salt, sugar. Like there, there's like a handful of ingredients that you combine in, in all kinds of ways to make such a massive difference, a variety of products. Right. You know, and I noticed that, um, yes, there's the ingredients, but heat plays a large factor in that. So that's where I thought maybe you were getting your edge. It seems like, you know, you could bake something too long or not enough and sure. cool. Yeah, some- I still... I still burn stuff. Okay, good. <laughs> but, we can all... but it's, um, yeah, I mean, heat is one of the ingredients. And, and from a science point of view, like understanding what some of those ingredients are actually doing um, on a sort of chemical level or a physical level certainly helps understand, understand the process. And I think it also particularly helps you understand how you can recover from you know, what's going to work in terms of, like, recovering from some uh, mistake or whatever or trying to make a substitution and that kind of thing. And I think a bit of scientific knowledge helps with that, but um, it's not essential. Like, you know, experience works as well. But, yeah, knowing a bit about what's actually going on at the microscopic level is actually quite helpful. I would imagine. Now, you made it quite far, and I know it's your partner who actually got you into baking. So... Mm-hmm. Is she also a physics professor, or she's just natural talent? <laughs> and you know, uh, Judith is a social anthropologist, actually. Oh wow! She's we we kind of learned to cook together. Okay. First met as students many many years ago, and we started cooking together and baking together. But um, and she's my father, better cook. Oh, so she <laughs> is. I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. But um, I kind of prefer the baking and. She's not so keen on the baking. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, yeah, so we cook together, but we mostly, uh, mostly I do the baking, she does the cooking. <laughs> well, I think that's probably why it's harmonious, right? I don't know how competitive it would get at home if you're, <laughs> especially you coming back from a show like that. So I'm glad, you know, she's the better cook, you're the better baker. Is that where it's at? Exactly. We're a team, we're a team okay. in the kitchen, definitely. We, we usually cook together like most, uh, most evenings. Oh, that's great. That's great. I know it takes a lot of time. And I know I had asked you, uh, are you doing a lot of baking? And also you you are a physics professor. So and we do see on the show that it takes a significant amount of time. And so I don't think you can bake as much as you would like. If yeah. I, yeah, it, go ahead. It, it does take it does take a lot of time. I don't mind doing it if I if I get the time. But, you know, when you're trying to get kids fed and into bed and all those other things, uh, it's hard to uh, to spend Two, you know, three hours working on something that uh, that's going to be gone in two seconds. Once right. I catch. <laughs> <Yes>. so, <laughs> right. During the practice for the for the show, I was baking 
well into the night basically I do all my practicing after everyone went to bed so it, during that period my kids got used to kind of coming down and uh, saying okay what cake is for breakfast today dad oh wow <laughs> did you know what to practice though did they give you like a list so we knew in advance the um signature challenge and okay. the uh, showstopper and okay. we were able to to practice those a little bit and of course uh, they need to know you know what ingredients to get in etc but the technical is totally blind that they, we really didn't know what the technical was going to be or, or see it until we li- lifted those cloths on the show so you never saw um, it just like walking around backstage like hmm why do they have all these well, they were very they were very very uh, careful to yeah, make sure okay. we didn't wander around anywhere we weren't supposed to wander around right okay no, no sniffing <laughs> no, around they were, literally they were they were they were top secret like we were all like very very surprised by the tentacles oh okay um, cuz you wonder about that like at home that's that's part of like a favorite thing on the show is like what's it going to be today and some things you've never heard of right i'm like Sure. Do they know? Come on, they know, you know? Yeah. But you no, don't. We don't, we don't. <laughs> um, and then sometimes, often in the technicals, they they do give very slim instructions. So they're yeah. very slimmed down instructions. Big you know, I looked, up the, I looked up the recipe for an opera cake one time, and it was like, you know, three pages where we got like one side. Was like how to make this. So it's like, make this sponge, make this sponge, stack them on top of each other. And so, or the rugler, the rugler were oh. very... They were really tricky because it just, I'd never heard of them at all. Oh, really? Um, I, I had never heard of them. And when they said arugula, I thought, well, we're making a salad. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I grew up with them. So absolutely. I was like, oh, they're making yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. And then it just says, it just says for the thing, bake until done. So <laughs> I love when they'd say that. I thought they'd always go to one of the contestants and they'd be like, it just says bake. I'm like, okay. Helpful. How do I know this is like, you have no one done this. And do they really not give anything away like the hosts? I know they, they kick out the judges, right? But then you have, you know, the hosts coming around, being playful with you guys. Did they know? No, no. they don't so much give things away. Some, no, I don't, I don't recall them ever giving anything away. They kind of ask you what you're doing and sometimes kind of look at you strangely and you think, okay, no, I'm off, I'm off. Oh, no. am I doing well? Yeah. I don't know that Dan or Julian, you have to make rugula either, so I'm not sure. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, I was surprised that they don't get to eat it. I mean, unless you guys give them a piece of it. But I mean in the judging, right? Like they've watched you guys cook it. The host? Yeah. The host eat the stuff all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Lin- Linda got to the point that she was actually making extra for Dan to pick oh, off her Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I was wondering. I'm like... Oh, well, I thought they should eat. I'm like, that should be the big perk of yeah. it, being on the show. You're smelling it. You're, you want to taste it. The, the main people that never ate anything was us. We never got, the contestants never got to eat anything. Are you serious? I always figured. Yeah. Well, what happens after? We, uh, the, the crew, the whole thing. Are you serious? And it's well-deserved because Absolutely. they work very hard. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes you guys are making tons of something. They're like, make 36 oh, yeah. of this. And I'm... To be honest, we were like pretty, it, it's kind of intense to do that much baking in a short period of time. And we were all mostly sick to the piece of baking oh, okay. by the time. And so certainly for a while. And the, the, I think the first, uh, maybe the first week, second week, they we went into the you know back room, green room, as they call it, after one of the bakes and for our lunch. And they'd put out cupcakes. Oh, no. <laughs> Take those things away. No. <laughs> what is your bloody cupcake? You're like, so, no. You're like, we just want bacon. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> all we're eating. Thank savory, you. Savory. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the salad. 
my so, God. Um, yeah, but we didn't get to eat. Which is a shame. Like, sometimes we, like, eventually we asked them, can you bring us some afterwards so we could try each other's a bit, particularly because so many people were making really interesting things. It was kind of fascinating to, to taste them. Yeah, I would imagine you guys would be sharing tips and tricks. I mean, it looks like you guys get pretty close. I don't know if you're still in touch with some of the folks, but it seems to be the case for a lot of the different series. Is that sure? We we have a big WhatsApp group together, and we all chat with each other. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so we we chat like pretty regularly, and I see um, before this started or the, the pandemic, I saw uh, Jude lives in Victoria, so I've seen her a few mm-hmm. times, and uh, Terry now lives in BC as well. So those guys we see quite a bit. I've seen Andre a few times. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. I noticed a lot of people lived out here, and so I was figuring if you guys got together. I mean, obviously before the pandemic. I know that even Bruno lives here, and yes. <laughs> yes. And I was going to ask, would you ever be open to a local bake off with him? Opportunity <laughs> ever presented itself? I that would be kind of a funny thing. Like me and me and Bruno bake the same thing. See if people can guess That's which right. is I think they'll guess. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You've learned a lot, right? You never know. No, and I wanted to ask one thing on the show. I noticed is they keep saying, and they do this on the British version too. They make it sound like it's the next day, but you're all in the same clothes. And I'm like, where well, I'm trying to calculate the hours. I'm like, okay, they were given four hours for this challenge, a couple hours for this. Is yeah. it really the same day? Are you guys filming 18 hour days or something? Uh, <laughs> It, it actually wasn't all the same day, but we were filming 18 hour days. Wow. <laughs> so like the uh, like the signature and technical are on the same day, and then the, the show stop was the next day for our season. I don't know how they they so like that, I know they changed yeah. the way it's filmed from season to season a bit, but but when we were doing it, it was each episode took two days to film. Right, and then you have to wear the same clothes. That's what I didn't get. I'm like they're in the same clothes, and the judges too. Yes, we did wear the. I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we wore the same clothes. Yeah. But didn't they get dirty? I was wondering about that. I'm like, you had to bring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Particularly mine. <laughs> right. Yeah. You were not known for the cleanest area. That's for sure. That's an yeah. understatement. I, like, I think it was on the semi-final, the wardrobe, the, the wardrobe, what do you call them? Wardrobe yeah. person, like the head wardrobe person <laughs> came to me and said, look, James, this is the last apron we have from yours. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I w- <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, there's no way, especially a guy like you. I didn't want to say it, but it's true. You had the worst. Let's just be frank. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, has that improved at home? Are you keeping a cleaner, tighter um, workspace? No, not really. No, I. Eh? Oh, that's terrible. Not really. I miss the dish ninjas who used to, we had, we called the dish ninjas who took our dishes away. It looked you like that. At, at home, you're not allowed to just drop your dishes on the floor and someone takes them away and cleans them. So just. <laughs> oh, and they always did such an immaculate job. I did notice that, like, whoosh, everything's cleared away. It's time for judging. Yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah. it must be an army of yeah. people. So I'm glad you're telling us it was an army of people. Yeah, no, there's, there's I know, like 30, 40 people in that tent at the same time as that's been. Wow. That's a lot of people because I know it would be <laughs> hot. And I've seen certain seasons, I think, in the uh, UK version that they're going through the heat wave. And they're in yeah. this tent with all these ovens going. I said, oh, my, oh, my Lord. I, they don't pipe well, in any AC. Yeah. Toronto in June or July is not a time to be trying to temper chocolate in a, an air-conditioned oh. tent. <laughs> no. No, I can imagine not. All those ovens going on top of it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know how you guys uh, stayed cool. Well, we saw you guys attempt it, but you know what I mean. It looked, yeah, it gets, it gets pretty hot in there. Yeah, definitely looked challenging. Well, James, i got to take a quick commercial break. 
It's delicious. It's moist. It goes all over your mouth and it makes you hunger for more. Some people love to put their face in it. Some just reach in with their fingers. We're talking about cake, of course. Perfect for any occasion. Not just for weddings anymore. Cakes are the perfect thing to spice up any holiday dinner. There are all kinds of them. From crab cakes, ice cream cakes, wedding cakes, and cupcakes. You can't go wrong. For those looking for just a little something more to stuff in their stockings, don't forget the whipped cream. Cakes. Just what the doctor did not order. And we're back. Thanks, James. <laughs> uh, yes, cakes are always great. I think we can agree, right? For any yeah, for occasion. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, one thing that I noticed is that your students love you. We thought you were hilarious. And I saw you got some ratings, too, that, you know, someone said, quote, unquote, straight up hilarious, makes physics entertaining. Were you always known as a funny guy? I, you know, I didn't think so. <laughs> I am, um, yeah. Telling I jokes. Um, I've never, I didn't think I was unfunny, but yeah, I don't, I don't think of it as one of my main characteristics, but apparently sometimes. I can. Yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, one of the main things when people like I, that I talked to from about you just on the show are like, yeah, he's amazing and he's hilarious. And then your students <laughs> saying this, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is great to see because you made it a lot of fun. So I can see yeah. why the students would appreciate that for sure. But mostly I make lots of bad Dad gags, that's me. <laughs> but people love dad jokes now. I think they're back in. Everyone's yeah. you know? <laughs> like, oh, good dad joke. You know, today is Festivus. I'm sure the dads are out and about. All the jokes on that. Were you a good student growing up or were you just cracking jokes in class? And No, I was um, I was good until I, I got to university. And then I was really bad for a couple of years. Oh, no. <laughs> Finding yourself. Because I discovered all, all the wonderful attractions of student life. Oh, and yeah. so uh, I, I kind of learned the hard way that you, you can party all day and party all night and study all day. So uh, it took a while to get back from that. Yeah, they should give the first year as a wash. I think everyone, you know, struggles with that. You get a little bit of freedom. Mm-hmm. You're of age. Life is beautiful. Yeah. The world's at your oyster. Everyone goes crazy that first year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. What do they expect? But you got yeah. your stuff together in the end, obviously. Yeah, so for sure. It was... Uh, but yeah, I kind of I kind of worked back to it, and I've been teaching for oh goodness me, like two God, is it twenty years? About now? really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh wow! So I'm glad to hear that. What would you say is the best thing about physics that really attracted you to it and becoming a teacher? I think the thing about physics is we kind of make this joke: physics is like the science of everything, and but it kind of is. It's like this underpinning search for patterns and it's just fascinating how these kind of phenomena occur in all kinds of different places and the the sort of the physics is behind them so like one of my favorites is like the blue sky you know and the sky's blue uh for the same reason that like a blue-eyed person's eyes are blue is the same reason Butterflies oh, really? are blue. It's the same kind of like recurring physics throughout different natural phenomena, and being able to see those connections like that is very, very beautiful. And that's kind of why I like studying physics and learning more about physics is kind of seeing all those connections. Well, it sounds like you still have a big passion for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, for sure. <laughs> is that something that your daughter is interested? Do you see the makings of that? Do you think that's? And my daughter is very. She's quite into science and quite into making things as well. And she's, uh, I guess, a Renaissance girl. She has lots of both uh, interest in art and science. But yeah, she does. En- she does enjoy kind of uh, tinkering and and learning about about the world around her. 
Oh, that's great. She's seven, so like it's oh yeah, the age to be doing that. That does make sense. Well, I'm glad she has the right person if she has to ask all those questions that children like to ask. Mm-hmm. You're likely oh, to yeah. have the answer. Questions. Yeah. Why is the sky blue, Daddy? Well, I, you yeah. could really tell her. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, I don't know if your students ask you when they come to class, are they, since you've been on the show, has that changed? Do they ask you for recipes? Does it get distracting <laughs> sometimes? I didn't notice, like, the, the year came out, mm-hmm. they were all kind of, I never, I didn't really mention it in class. But then the following year, like, we had some of the new first years and a couple of them were like, are you that guy that was on that, <laughs> on that show? And so, uh, yeah, I've got recognized by a few of them coming in. So, yeah, they've been kind of interested. And we, I had one student who was quite interested in baking himself, so he was always asking you questions about yeah, how I, we did various different things. So. Yeah, because I never put the physics and the baking together, but it does make sense. Yeah. Is there going to be somewhere, and can you tell us when we would be ever able to buy some tasty James treats? Maybe online. I know you do a blog, but are you ever going to maybe make a few uh, I, things we can pick up? Yeah, I don't know. I, some people have asked me that, but I I enjoy doing it for my friends and family and kind of in small batches. But the I had some friends on the from the show who are kind of, you know, selling their wares. It just seems like a lot of work. (laughs) I know we were so excited when when, like, you know, I live in Vancouver now and we found out that you lived here and I was like, Oh, maybe maybe he's got a bakery. You know, you just assumes that he's on the show and they're going to go from the show to Mm -hmm. open, but no, it's not a, not a springboard. You know, most people don't do that. And that's surprising. And people don't realize we couldn't, we couldn't believe it. You don't win anything. It's just the dish. <laughs> no, if anything, it probably cost them money. But right, <laughs> right. We, but um, it was uh, no. I mean, I mused about the idea a few times. My, my whole, our whole family were kind of very into cafes, and so we we like to uh, kind of critique cafes. And we're kind of very mm. like we have ideas about what would be a good cafe bakery. Do and, it. And we kind of talk. We talk about yes. it. You know, it should be like this. Should be like that. But um, we've talked about it for years and we've never actually done anything about it. Garage I'm not sure cafe. whether the reality is, yeah, is you know, what the romance is. And I think, I, I think that's true of a lot of, I, you know, I've read this before that particularly in the restaurant business, the a lot of people go into it because of the fantasy, but it is a lot of hard work for sure. to, to get a restaurant working. Uh, and most of them don't succeed. No. And, uh, and especially, even good ones. No, that's true, but... <laughs> You know, especially these times have made things very adaptable. I've heard of like some people like having a successful pizza business out of their house. Like I heard mm-hmm. there was a guy in L.A. He's only making 16 pizzas. And yeah. so maybe you could do like a weekend garage cafe distanced, of course. But, you know, a couple chairs, yeah. people come by, have a tasty treat. I'm just saying I, I know I live uh, close by, but yes, <laughs> selfishly. Just, just send me your work. order. And I'll right. Just, I'll right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. And I know you've wrapped up your uh, semester and you're finally mm-hmm. on holidays. So what's next for you, James? Do you think you'll pursue uh, another baking show? Or are you going to, you know, obviously you're going to keep teaching. Is there anything special we should look out for? I um, have a couple of ideas that mm-hmm. I'm building on. So um, having, we've been having some thoughts about some kind of cookbook and kind of yes. combining the science and uh, baking. Yeah, other ideas that, that may be forthcoming in the new year. That would be good because although we learn a lot, like I'm not a baker, 
it's still not clear. And I know there's more precision involved and I don't want to attempt some of these things. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, this is just going to be a mess. I'm going to, it's going to look worse than James. Sorry, James. But that's what I said. You know, like <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's, I, I, and some of that kind of knowing what ingredients are actually doing in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a recipe is quite, is kind of quite important. Um, actually, when, when I was a, I guess at elementary school, I had this, fantastic teacher, Miss Kent, her name was. Um, I can't remember what grade it was, probably three, four, something like that. And she had this kitchen in, in the classroom. This, like, there was actually a kitchen in the classroom. Oh, wow. And me and a group of other students did this project where we made Victoria sponge cake and we left one ingredient out each time. You know, we were like repeated it, oh. just like once without the egg, once without the flour, believe it or not, once without the, like sugar or whatever. And we kind of made all these and then kind of compared what each of those cakes were like and so you kind of learn about what the what they were each bringing to the to the recipe and how important they each were to give you the the final product and i think that's the slightly scary thing about baking is that, that those proportions are actually all doing something in a very careful way and so you can't really just leave this thing out or substitute no. this thing for another thing quite as easy as you can and in, in cooking cooking yeah. yeah you can just oh we don't have this let's throw this on it's not like a leftover mm-hmm. scenario like what are we making from leftovers i don't think mm-hmm. that works in baking doesn't look like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. so yeah so knowing what you can play with and what you can't play with is part of the, the thing that kind of comes with experience a bit but there is science involved in it so it'd be kind of nice to try and communicate that in some way well, that sounds very interesting. I really hope you do go ahead with this project. I know everyone will appreciate it and our listeners will be watching out for it for sure. And that would be great. So I want to, oh yeah. Thank you so much, James. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been fun. Yes. Awesome. Well, if you guys like what you hear, don't forget to check us out weekly on iTunes or on your preferred platform. Please give us a rating and subscribe to the show. Give us the stars you think we deserve. Check out our website at allkindspodcast.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at All Kinds Weekly or on Instagram at All Kinds Podcast. We look forward to hearing from you and maybe I can discuss it on our next show. Thanks for listening.